Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So Josh just sent me an article from Bloomberg where Powell, I think, inadvertently admits what the game plan is. I think he leaked it accidentally. So let's go right over to this Bloomberg article and check this out. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. It just as soon as I saw this chart, as, a, as soon as I saw Powell's comments, it's like the light bulb just immediately went on. I'm like, that's it. That's it. That's why he does what he does. Right here, the title of this Bloomberg article, Powell haunted, haunted by repo crisis as Fed aims to cut balance sheets. So you guys remember the repo blow up. This was back September 2019. It's when I first started my channel and I was doing many, many videos on this. And the mainstream narrative is that the reserves in the system just got too low. There just wasn't enough reserves. <laughs> we only had 1.5 trillion when 10 years prior, we had 40 billion and somehow that was enough. But no, 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 1.5 trillion. That's way, way, way too low, obviously. And since we didn't have enough reserves, oh my gosh, the banks can't lend any money. They ran out. What are they going to do? If they don't have any right, they don't have any cash. They can't lend it. It's just, it's a simpleton way of thinking about the monetary system. But that's the mainstream narrative. So then what we had is repo rates spike. It went to 10%. And then the Fed came in, eased the counterparty risk. And then repo rates came back down. But again, this mainstream narrative is that the reserves in the system got to a point where it constrained bank lending, where they could, they literally, they physically could not lend any money into the repo market and therefore interest rates skyrocketed. Again, that's not my view. That's the mainstream view. So now this article goes on to talk. And by the way, this Ju July 9th, so it's very recent, uh, tucked away in hours of congressional testimony while Powell assured lawmakers the Fed is committed to avoiding a repeat of 2019. Because keep in mind right now, what is the Fed doing? They're reducing the size of their balance sheet. They're doing QT. So Powell goes to the lawmakers because they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're reducing the size of the balance sheet and that's what caused the repo blow up, aren't you going to cause another repo blow up? And he's assuring them that, oh, no, 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 calm down. I got this. I got this. But he doesn't even know what the problem was. So how can he fix it? Let's keep moving on here. Wall Street economists and strategists caution that quantitative tightening remains complex. Does it? Complex. Dude, it, it, it. <laughs> if you're a Wall Street economist and you think that QT is complex, I tell you what, my friend, you've got the wrong job. <laughs> you, you need to give in your, your two weeks notice ASAP because you are in way over your head, my friend. <laughs> Uh, they say known as QT, it involves letting Fed bond holdings mature without replacement, draining cash on the, draining cash in the financials. Uh, all right, well, let's stick with the first thing they said. It does involve the Fed allowing bonds to mature. That that part is true. In the coming months, the full brunt of the Fed's current QT program is set uh, is set to be felt. Wow. How it proceeds and how the Fed handles the process could shape political out of it. Okay. So Powell, there's a quote from him. He said, we didn't see it coming. Talking about the repo blow up in 2019. Powell acknowledged at the House Financial Services Committee June 21 when uh, referencing the sudden problems that emerged in 2019. And isn't that weird? Sudden problems. Hmm. You know, Josh, refresh my memory. Did the Fed reduce the size of their balance sheet all at once? So like 
this was, uh, let's just say September, I forgot the exact date, but let's say it's September 12th of 2019. So correct me if I'm wrong, but, or just refresh my memory. Did the Fed reduce the size of their balance sheet all at once, September, the day prior to the repo blow up? I don't think so. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, now I'm, I'm, my recollection is it's, it's coming to me now. Uh, no, the Fed gradually reduced the size of their balance sheet very, 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 very slowly. So why just all of a sudden one day <laughs> run this one day rates went from it's, they didn't go from 1% to 2% and the 3% to 4% over the span of two weeks. No, they went from 1% or whatever it was to 10% in one day. <laughs> so how can you sit there and say it was a result of this gradual process that took months? I mean, that in and of itself is ridiculous. But, he, but oh, but wait, in case you're worried about this, you shouldn't be losing sleep. Don't stress out because look at what Powell says next. Now the Fed has the advantage. We have the experience, he says. So we know how to handle this problem. Again, really? How can you fix the problem when you don't even know what the problem is? You didn't even know what created it. You don't even know what the catalyst was. And every one of your hypotheses is ridiculous. So actually, before we get into this chart, let's read the next paragraph. The Fed is currently shedding bond holdings at an annual pace of roughly a trillion, much faster than 2019. So, oh my gosh. So what they're implying there is because the rate of change is a lot more... Uh, it is a lot sharper because the rate of change is so much larger, so much faster than you would assume that the probability of another repo blow up is also increased even beyond what it was in 2019. So Powell told lawmakers he's very conscious of the importance of not just inflating the balance sheet during each, each easing cycle and leaving it unlocked. And large. Okay, so he's saying he's very conscious about leaving the balance sheet large. He's reducing the size of the balance sheet, but he's hyper-focused on 2019 because it was egg on his face. He didn't see it coming. And if the Fed doesn't see it coming, that's their job, for heaven's sakes, to make sure that these markets are functioning properly. And he's haunted. That's the word that they're using. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Okay, so now let's go to the chart. And right here, look at this, what they're saying. Powell prefers reverse repo to drop versus bank reserves. So he's trying to reduce the size of his balance sheet. Remember, there's three components, main components of the balance sheet. Bank reserves, TGA, Treasury General Account, and reverse repo. So what he's trying to do is, is 
incentivize these money market funds to take that cash out of reverse repo and do something with it, right? So what happens is if they do something with it, then that counterbalances the reduction in the reserves. Because let's say they do QT, they allow these bonds to roll off their balance sheet. They allow them to mature. Okay, that's going to reduce the amount of bank reserves in the system. But if reverse repo is out there buying assets or uh, taking that cash out of reverse repo, those reserves are going to go into the reserve accounts of the banks. So on net balance, the bank reserves stay the same while at the same time, the overall balance sheet is shrinking because that reduction is coming specifically from reverse repo. So this tells you everything you need to know right here behind the scenes. Jerome Powell is scared out of his mind that they have another repo blow up as a result of QT because he might be, you know, he might not be the most straightforward guy on the planet earth, but he's not stupid, right? He realizes that if repo rates spike to 10% and let's say, heaven forbid, they stay there this time, that's game over. That that's, that's Armageddon. That's you're living in caves, eating canned goods. That's where the entire global monetary system completely implodes. And if you think I'm being hyperbolic, you don't understand the repo market. You don't understand the global monetary system. You got to trust me on this one. That is that that is like trying to run an engine without oil. It's going to completely seize up. It's going to fall apart. It's going to blow up. It's going to start on fire. <laughs> it's not going to work. And if the entire car running is reliant on that motor, you come to a screeching halt. And that's exactly what the global economy would do. And it's not even to come to a screeching halt. It would absolutely collapse. So Jerome Powell knows this. So if you're in his position, what do you do? Like, how do you incentivize these money market funds to buy bonds when we know that bonds, especially the bills, you know, that's what these money market funds are interested in. The one month, the three month, they've been trading under reverse repo. That's why there's been so much money that goes into there uh, to begin with. Well, he's got to somehow get the rates on those short-term bills up higher than reverse repo to incentivize these money market funds to buy them. How do you do that? You convince the market that you're going to raise rates, even if you're not, even if you have zero plans to raise rates, even if you're going to only raise them one more time, you make it seem like you're going to raise it up to 20%. You make it seem in every single data point that you can manipulate it, you manipulate it to make it seem like, oh yeah, Jerome Powell's serious. Like when that unemployment number comes out, guys, can you go ahead and cut me some slack on that one? And you can always revise it next month, right? Because he knows that, head, and I'm not saying he's doing this, but it sure would help. Whatever he can do to massage the numbers between him, Joe Biden, and the administration, whatever they can do to massage the numbers to make it seem like, oh yeah, he is really tough. Oh my gosh, he's getting tough on inflation. He means what he says. He's, in fact, he's not just going to hike two more times. He's going to hike 10 more times, at least minimum. And so then what happens is the market believes this, the narrative changes, and then the interest rates on those short-term bills goes up above reverse repo. And Jerome Powell, through, I would call it mental manipulation, manipulates the market to do his bidding for him because he's scared out of his mind if he continues to reduce reserves, that you're going to completely have a global monetary meltdown. This is what I think is really going on behind the scenes. So having said that, we can kind of use some game theory to try to determine, you know, what Powell is going to do next, understanding what is truly, truly, 
or one of the main drivers that's really pushing him to decide to either pause, increase, or decrease rates moving forward. I think the, the main question that I'm going to be asking myself is how would rates go back down regardless of the psychological manipulation that the Fed was using? So if those rates go back down below reverse repo, I'm talking about the short-term bill rates, and if the Fed is still doing QT, that's when it gets exciting. <laughs> so we'll have to watch for that. I'll keep you posted on this channel. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.